for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culturist position podcast of a 40 years of playing PlayStation, 10 plus years that games meeting by. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. at the aforementioned Daylight Savings Time Zone on those YouTubes. But if you'd like to join us in future conversations with us, you can come and check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links are in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopculturist, where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are listening on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, and comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. And if you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopculturist, as well as our merchandise store, popculturist.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. And in the chat, the mullet, the mullet show goes, yay, beep, 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 bed, bed, bed. Because as I said, I found a stein in my movement of items today, and I put beers in it. How are you, man? Are you drinking a stein of beer? No. You are no. I have to I have to work in a couple of hours, so beers. I I have work in the mornings. This is a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see where it takes me. But you do have like Uh, half a liter of fucking iced coffee. Yeah, I got half a liter of iced coffee to keep me going through the night. Because I have to work work tonight, and then again for the public holiday on Tuesday. Ew. And like I had organized, like literally a couple of hours ago. I organized a play date for my kid with like um, my 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 cousins, my auntie's kids. Mm-hmm. She's got a kid about a year older than Hadley, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we do swimming lessons at eleven o'clock in the morning. We'll be home by eleven thirty. I'm like, "Cool, I'll come out at like eleven thirty. And I'm like, "That was fucking dumb." <laughs> I normally wake up at twelve. I normally wake up at twelve, <laughs> and and Ali's not working Tuesday. I could have slept all day. Oh, why can't Ali take him then? Oh, I've I've rescheduled it. Tom yeah, good call. Yeah, Ali could have taken him. That'd have been weird. Yeah. But other than that, how's things? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, too bad. Been pretty crazy. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Played some games. Oh yeah. Did some Funny shit. You know. The huge. Cool. You? Yeah. yeah <laughs> played some games. Did yeah. some. <laughs> played some games. Did some things. You know. No, I did the same did, thing. Very low key. Did, did some mowing. Did, oh my god, holy shit. Let's talk about that. So. I thought you were going to do it last week. I was going to, and then I didn't. I got well distracted. So, and then the weather was kind of trash too. So, yeah. for those who don't know, uh, so in, in my property, I mowed the lawn. For those who don't know, Max stalked me. Lawn. Wait, did you drive past my house and like see me mowing? Oh, Ali did. That bitch. Um, like, maybe we should get Ryan to come and do our lawns because you never fucking do them. <laughs> well, the problem that I have is I could barely do my lawns. You want to know why? Because I haven't mowed them in like a month and a half because of like packs and wrestling and James and shitty weather. It was dense. It yeah. was like jungle level. As I'm like... Like the amount of times I had to like... The mower just stalled. Had to pull back, shake the shit out of the bottom, go again. It was like... 
Oh man, it was thick with two C's. MGB is absolutely right. It was because I um I I mowed a couple of weekends ago while it was fucking raining, so it was thick and wet. <laughs> yeah, so like it was dry today, but because it was pissing down yesterday, like there was like an it was like a fucking fern, like it was a fern, like a fern tree gully sort of thing. It was like underneath it, it was just like a da- a dampness to it. It was moist and thick. But eventually, but, but eventually yeah, no longer sponsored by Manscaped. Um, but yeah, I finally got through it and uh, it took a while, but we got there and I now have a green bin that I normally fill with all of the lawn with just the front lawn. And I got sunburnt, which was annoying. It'll be nice. Yeah, thick and wet. Max, the pop culturist. That's, that's, that's the byline right there. But yeah, no, it was it was a very thick undergrowth. Um, yep. But I got through it. it. It just took me a little while, but but I got there. It was cool. That was one of the greatest things I achieved today, aside from playing a bunch of Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach with my kid, because you know how he just likes shit games. And he's been in, absolutely in love um, with this one, especially specifically two characters. And like, he's been in it for like months and months. It's like, normally my son is very much like me. He's very ADHD brain. Is he... He just gets really into something really for like a short burst and then forgets about it. But this one's mm. been around for a very long time. I'm like, all right, look, you you were good. You slept in your own bed for the first time. You gave it a good go at my house. You know, you, you're, you're really good. You helped me with the lawn. You're sweet. This is totally worth it. And plus, because like I'm poor. So I, I felt like I was like, he's like, oh, let's go to the trampoline place again. I'm like, I'm sorry, buddy. I can't afford to go to the trampoline place again. I thought I just felt like a piece of shit dad because I couldn't do the things that he wanted. so I, And the game was half price. I'm like, well, I can kind of afford that, I guess. So cool, there we go. Got guilt-tripped. Got damn fucking feelings. You know. It's it's to my, you know, I, I've talked about, you know, my, my, my goal to just to sort of be a better person and do the right thing by my kid and, and prioritize him, etc. But he's using that against me, goddammit. Now I'm hungry. Now I'm hungry, and I can't afford food. So you, so you keep fueling his addiction to real shit games. Yeah, pretty much. But but it's one of those things. Like, you know, we, in the past, I bought him Pokemon cards, or whatever, and they were really fun for at that moment. But this is something that we can do together. Like, he loves playing games. He loves playing games with me in the same way. The same way I like playing games with him. So this is a worthwhile investment in that we'll likely play it a couple of times in the same way that we played the crap out of. Uh, Hello Neighbor a bunch, right? That was totally worth the dollars. Um, and no! in the chat asked, actual helping or kids helping? A little bit of both. So like, he, he was, I left him, I was like, hey man, did you want, did you want to come out to the garden? No. Nah. No worries, we stay inside, you watch YouTube, I'm going to go do the lawns. And about 10 minutes, he comes out, he's like, I want to help. I'm like, alright, what do you want to do? He's like, can I help with the lawn? I'm like, cool. So we got to do the whole, like, you know, we turned it on and he stood in front of me and was all very old school parental, you know. Um, him hop pushing pushing it together okay yeah cool <laughs> i'm Old like school you, like, and i sat down and then I no no no, no sorry in my mind when you're like he was standing in front of me i'm like why are you pushing the mower into him yeah <laughs> like that's bad parenting <laughs> so yeah and then he because um it was so much great i just got him to like sweep everything and he felt like he was contributing and he was um, until yeah, and you're like, suck, I got the shit job. Yeah, and then he gave me the broom and I did one sweep and fucking snapped the broom. I was like, oh, well, there you go. Cool. But yeah, other than that, like my week's been pretty low key. Um, not a whole lot to report. Went saw Black Adam on Wednesday um, with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It's the it's it's probably one of the most by the numbers DC like superhero movies you can ever think of. It's fine. 
It wasn't bad. Like, I didn't come out of it hating it like I did Multiverse of Madness or, like, Birds of Prey or anything. I was like, oh, okay. Pierce Brosnan was pretty rad as Dr. Fate. Um, it was adequate. Yeah, that was adequate. It's, it's the most fucking 7 out of 10 movie I've seen in a while. I was like, oh, okay. Cool. It's fine. Like... Some of the CG was good. Like the big oh, boss man, at the, the big boss man at the end actually looked pretty good. I was like, oh, they put money in the CG. Sick. All right, nice. No, DC can fuck right off. Oh, they, they, look. We got James Gunn as CEO of DC whatever, you know. Post, yeah. That's something. Look, I know you're fucking shitty because DC now <laughs> have then, because of the introduction of, uh, of, of the DCEU coming back, and Soups is back. Henry Cavill's now outskies of uh, of of The Witcher, and I know you're all sad about it. Yes, I am. Like fucking Liam Hemsworth. As long as Liam Liam's, Liam's Hemsworth looks just as good as uh, uh, as Henry Cavill in fucking tight leather pants, then that's all we can worry. That's that's all we need to know. Have we seen Liam Hemsworth in, in uh, leather pants? I don't know. I don't think I personally have. I think you should Google that, Max. That's fuck with your internet history. My internet history's got way worse shit than that. <laughs> Love it. But other than that, not a whole lot to report. Um, had a great time Friday night. As you know, Friday night, the last last two Friday nights, I've had an absolute blast with my new friend. Um, she came around, played some music, enjoyed the rain, just kind of hung out, was very chill. Really enjoyed it. I kind of hope that becomes a new thing. Both the Friday nights and the person. So just... Like just not just the evening because Friday nights have been a thing forever, or as long as and probably Friday will be continue. and probably will continue. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not something to be like you know what Friday nights are a bit fucked. I just want to cancel Fridays. Let's remove them from the weekly calendar. Let's get them out of here. Uh, MGB. Oh God, my mother very much wasn't happy when she heard about that. She loves The Witcher. There must be a thing with mums in The Witcher because I, my my mum was my mum was pretty upset. Your mum froths The Witcher. My <laughs> mum froths The Witcher clearly a very specific demo of women yeah yeah just no just women (laughs) (laughs) just Just, all women women. mad raging lady boners for henry cavill all right what games you playing uh me so as i've been putting it off for the last two weeks due to packs and other crap um, I finally got around to playing Dragon Ball The Breakers. Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks Shout to the team out. over at Bandai Namco, <laughs> Bandai Namco Australia. That was the um, best part. The email came through and was like, look, do you want The Breakers? And we're like, oh, sure. <laughs> and then didn't touch it for like fucking two and a half weeks. Yeah. So, so you oh, did touch okay, it. Okay, where do I begin? <clears throat> I touched it. Okay, okay. So for context, and, ladies and gentlemen, uh, ladies and gentlemen, however, however you, you, you identify yourself, uh, Max like played the the cnt which is almost the swear word um the closed network test of the breakers and he did call it a c word he was not very happy with that he thought it was horrendous so the idea of let's review the full game was a bold strategy cotton did it pay off for us okay so last night i managed to somehow talk my friend into buying it and by, by which I mean, I'm like, hey, I've got to play this. And he's like, cool, I'm buying it now. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> That was actually a really good <laughs> argument. That was really easy. Um, so, you know, we installed it and uh, we jumped on. I skipped playing the tutorial again because it's the same tutorial that they had in the, the closed network test. Mm-hmm. So 
to kick things off, Dragon Ball The Breakers is the 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 late well not not the latest anymore because I think Ghostbusters is out now. Yeah, it's the yeah. the latest in one of the asymmetrical uh, game modes where it's uh, either Cell, Freezer, or Boo against yeah. random Dragon Ball people. Okay. Random Dragon Ball people. So. Uh, in in similar respects to all those other games, you have a set of tasks that you need to need to do. Essentially, you find these keys in each of the locations. Uh-huh. Once you activate all the keys in the locations, you can use the escape pods and escape. Uh-huh. Very simple in premise. Uh, there's a gotcha mechanic where you get your skills out of the game. So you have to either get credits, spend money, or do other things to get randomly assigned characters from the Dragon Ball Z-verse. And they will each give you one skill. So, for instance, I got lucky. I got a few five-star characters. And I got, uh, like, Solar Flare to stun people. I got, like, a Kamehameha to attack and, and all that fun stuff. Uh, I played about five rounds last night. It took 20 minutes to connect with my friend, despite having a room code to access. <laughs> Turns out that if you have a strict NAT type, you just can't play the game. You cannot connect to anyone. I was sitting in a queue for 10 minutes waiting for someone to join my fucking game. Didn't happen. <laughs> but at nowhere inside the games that actually tell you you have a strict NAT type. So I had to go in, fuck with my router settings because it turns out that when we lost power the other night, it, it reset all my settings on my router. So I did all that stuff, got my got my NAT to open again, instantly could join friends. Great. Booted up the game. Literally two seconds into the round... Sal finds me and eats me. I'm out of the game. Like two fucking seconds. I tried to stun him with the solar flare, and he's just like, whatever, dude, and eats me. So fuck I'm like, you okay, solar cool. Flare monk. cool. So I just, I'm like, all right, no worries. Maybe someone will revive me. Didn't no. happen. Did, didn't happen. Uh, next game, literally the same thing happened again. I think I survived like 10 seconds. I managed to like dodge him once and yeah. then instantly killed me again. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll play as the killer. Uh, I spent about 10 minutes in queue waiting for a game. Didn't get one, so I'm like, bugger this. I'll just set my roll type to any. So whatever comes up first, I was a survivor again. Needless to say, of all the five games, I think I actually got to spend maybe 10 minutes actually playing the game. Not one escape. I think the the enemies won every single time. Okay. Uh, It's horrendously unbalanced, in my opinion. Uh, I don't see how you can win ever <laughs> as a as a um, as a survivor. The, the the teamwork is just almost non-existent between playing with random players and because I I think it's uh, six or eight versus one. Shit. Um, it might even be nine. I think it's explain ten, why I think you get stomped I, so heavy. I think but like I think they're ten man lobbies. Fuck. Not to mention that the enemies can destroy entire sections of the map in one go. So if you get stuck in that area, you just instantly die. Oh, that's very like it gives drag- you a that's warning. Very, that's and you very es- Dragon Ball, though. Yeah, like it gives you a warning and you can escape, but it just seems so horrendously unbalanced. Um, well, that's the thing. So like, if when you've got say one versus three or one versus four, you know, like it makes sense that you know, like you need four be- four bodies to take the person down. Relatively mm. not that level of intensity of, a, of an overall. Um, strong character right so like predator as an example which is one we played from a review a while back uh that was just as unbalanced the predator once once the predator got you, you're fucked right and that's the problem these asymmetrical multis in order because there is no level playing field it literally cannot exist so the idea of like one versus nine 
you'd want to hope that enemy's got a lot like that main villain or whatever has a lot of any uh, 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 health behind them right because if just mm. three can stomp them then what's the point but the problem is unless all nine get involved you are getting stomped like uh, like you know in, in in one of the games i found a rocket launcher and it just did that, nothing to him that's not a it's just like it just right. did nothing i'm like okay cool um which is a real shame because i i do have a part of me likes those asymmetrical games like i have a i have a real fondness for the friday the 13th game mainly because it was more fun than it was uh because of its jank than the the game itself Mm -hmm. but you didn't feel helpless as a survivor yeah like you know, you could throw those firecrackers on the ground and Jason would instantly get stunned. Or you could smack him in the face with a with a with a club and he'll get stunned. Like there's there is some form of outplay potential, but no matter what skills I used, it just felt like it didn't matter at all. Um, which was a real shame because, you know, Dragon Ball Z is a, a big franchise, it's a franchise that I love and it just it's just not hitting for me. It it's it it's it's made by the the same team as the Xenoverse team, I think. Yeah, I believe and so. And yeah. those and those games also didn't gel with me mm. a lot. Like the movement and the gameplay style of those games also didn't land with me. So maybe it's a part of that as well. It's that weird control scheme mixed with the unbalancedness of this asymmetrical title that's just not not gelling with me, which is a real shame. Granted, it's only a twenty-five dollar title. I think twenty-five thirty dollar title. Yeah, twenty-nine ninety-five or twenty-nine ninety-five on the two. Yeah, so it's a, it's on the you know it's a, on the cheaper side. It's definitely a, a lower budget budget game, but yeah, it's a real shame. Hopefully, that's fixed, especially considering the fact that all the skills are locked behind this gacha mechanic mm. as well. So there's you know some gambling involved. Yeah, to a degree, because you've I... got to hit those loot boxes to get the skills to level up and make yourself better. See, unlike yourself, I can't fucking stand asymmetrical multis. I can't stand multiplayer at the best times because I am not good at multiplayer games, period. And then and then the idea of having to, uh, you know, be better than... like I have trouble, like, matching someone when we're on equal playing fields. So the idea of then having someone who could just decimate you, I'm like, nah. To me, there's no incentive in that. There's no incentive to keep playing. And I was thinking yeah. that maybe the IP of Dragon Ball would have helped with that. But no, I got, you know, I'm not a big fan of 80s action movies. I enjoy them, but I'm not like in love with them, say, is like our friend Dylan is. So for him, the idea of a Friday the 13th game or the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game that's coming out soon or Ghostbusters or um, Predator, that that gets, him, that gets him right moist in the front air. That's about as, as moist and dense as my fucking front lawn. But for me... The idea of hearing about that, I'm about as moist and fucking dense as my lawn now. It's it's fucking there's nothing. It's trimmed down to the bone. Nothing gets me about asymmetrical multis. Period. Yeah, I can't do it. Dragon Ball, hoping it would get me there. It didn't. I'm glad I haven't played it because I have much better things I'd rather rather be spending my time with. But do you think this is in, like granted? First impressions are the most important. This game could be dead, and it will likely be dead. But do you think this is uh, survivable? in any way but then again even if it, even if they don't it's $30 game which is fucking I mean I think if they I think if they balance it and then just add some yeah I don't know I don't know what what could be done like it definitely needs to be balanced but I don't know how you would go about it to make it a close to level playing field where the the the, the 
because in, in an asymmetrical multiplayer game, I feel that you'd want the killer to win like fifty five percent of the time. Yeah, just. I think enough. they. I think they just. They yeah. I think it needs to be just enough. And at the moment, it's probably sitting at like eighty. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure like, Evolve it's... had like a better ratio. Yeah. Like I never played it, but like from from because the, there's because there because the there is there is multiple ways to escape. So there's the collect all the keys from the areas, unlock and and bring the spaceship down. Uh-huh. when you're close to i think being like a lone survivor similar to that of dead by daylight when you can use the trap door um th- there's i think there's single escape pods that you can use as well mm-hmm. and then there's also the dragon balls but i've never managed to collect all of them so i have no idea what they actually do i should bring in Shenron uh, normally yeah but like i don't know what can you wish for just victory like i don't yeah. i don't know what that gives you I presume it's a wish a for victory, gameplay, right? In a, in a gameplay sense. Like, I don't... Yeah. Yeah, from an endgame idea, I believe, like, it would make sense for that to be the the decision. It's like, obviously, in, 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 in Dragon Ball franchise, everyone either wants immortality or to wish the dead person back. So, like, does it just revive all of the down? Yeah, but why would <laughs> so, they, though? Because the second I'm down, I'm booting out of that lobby. I'm not hanging around. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's just mm. one of those things. Um, and the other thing that I've been playing is I picked up Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. <gasps> you said you on, weren't going to last week. You're a liar. Jesus doesn't on disc, love you. On disc, which oh, we'll was talk, a mistake. Oh, we'll talk about that later. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that later. But it's it's uh, it's real good. Is they, it fixed really? all the, they fixed all the issues that I had with multiplayer. Shit. Uh, you, you can't bunny hop anymore. You can't like dash around like a maniac. It's... um. Will I still, it's good. Will I still hate it? Well, basically, I bought it on disc because uh, I'm like, maybe if I don't like it, I can at least just take it back because EB have a money back return policy. Um, so like, if if it sucks, if I don't like it, I'll, I'll just take it back and get my money back. It's the one benefit to having a a disced console. Mm. But um, yeah, I think I'm gonna hang on to it. I'm really enjoying it. The 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 the, 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 the campaign is sweet. Um, the invasion game mode, the big. 15v15 yeah. or 20v20. That's that's mad. That's one I played the most of in the beta. And I had um, a fucking blast. Um, I was playing with some friends last night because they, they, they're they like, we're not getting it until Christmas. I'm like, I've got it. And they're like, ah, oh, we're fucking getting it then. Shit. <laughs> do, I, I do have enough Patreon dollars to cover this so I don't have to fork so, so out we, my pocket. We were, we were, I will hate it we almost paying, instantly. I like, paying, yeah, we don't talk to Activision enough. And I'm pretty sure Five Star now handle Activision. There used to be a company called Houseman, and you know, we we all know how Firestar just hate us. So we we need to remedy that. I, yeah, I don't, I still don't know. Okay, for context, everyone, there's a there's you you always hear about people getting blacklisted in games media, right? Many many years ago, uh, we were working alongside a company called Five Star Games. They're a distribu- distribution company based here in Australia. I asked for a review code of Jurassic World Evolution on PlayStation. They said no. I went, no worries. And I bought it on PC because it was cheaper and I played it. And I streamed it. I did some content. And then a little bit later, they hit me up going, hey, where's your content for Jurassic World Evolution? I'm like, motherfucker, you didn't send me a code. So what are you talking about? Like, here's a copy of the stream and the content that I did, but you didn't give me a code. Quiet. Dead quiet. (laughs) And we heard nothing since. No PR emails, nothing. And I think there was some frustration with Metro Exodus as well. 
I don't know why, but like we reviewed that pretty positively. It was like, oh, this is pretty fun. Um, but yeah, and then the company just went dead silent. And I've reached out a couple of times because some, one of the people that moved there probably in the last year used to work for Xbox. We, we had a good relationship with them then. Uh, they used to, but before that, they used to work for the PR company that was doing PlayStation. So we had an exceptional relationship. So then I'm like, hey, I know that you work here now. Like, we haven't heard anything from Five Star in a while. Can we chat? Crickets. Like, if everyone would think I kicked the fucking guy's dog. Like, the original <laughs> guy. You'd, you'd think I, you know, sexually assaulted his grandmother or something. Like... It was, it's, it's been dead. And like, there's some good stuff, like fucking Callisto Protocols getting distributed by Five Star. Bums now, me five out. Star do, five Star do like all the Atlas titles and stuff. Yeah, they're the ones that get you moist in the same way that yeah. like Bandai does, you know? So, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know. Whatever. So, that sucks, but that's, hi, it's like, hence I'm going to have to, if I want to play Call of Duty, I'm going to have to buy it myself, like, like everyone else. Oh, what a first world problem. <laughs> What, uh, what have you been playing? What I have been playing is uh, God of War. Can't talk about it. God of War. Uh, for those that are paying paying attention, fourth uh, of November, three AM Australian Eastern uh, Daylight Time Savings Time. Yeah. Uh, the review embargo does go up. Max and I will have a review live at that time. It'll be spoiler free. If anything, we might do two videos: a spoiler, a, a video, rev- a regular review, and then say closer to release, we'll probably release a spoiler review. Um, in that we we don't want to like drop all of it before before release because that's that's dirty. Uh, if you have any questions, please please yeah. hit us up on socials. Yeah, so please do. So in the comments of this video, in the comments of the uh, of uh, the last video, or even the preview video, or on social media, please let us know because we'll answer any questions that you have. Obviously, avoid spoilers, but in a review sense, we'll give you everything you want to know. Um, we just need to know what you want to know. Otherwise, we'll just start talking and gushing and, and see where it takes us. But what I have also been playing, so thank you very kindly to the team over at Turn Left Distribution and Capcom Australia. I spent last night, the time of recording, Saturday night, with uh, the latest DLC from Resident Evil Village. That's Resident Evil Village Shadows of Rose. So they kindly provided us uh, a copy of the Resident Evil Gold Edition, which gave us all the DLC. But what I really like, the mercenaries and the third person and all the cool stuff. And that's great. Great. However, I just want to play the DLC. So Resident Evil Village, my game of whatever year it came out in, 2021. Did it come out last year? Yeah, it did. It was my game of, it was my game of 2021, uh, just ahead of Outriders, which I also played DLC for this year. <laughs> so this is set like 16 years after the orig- after the events of Resident Evil Village. You play as Rose, the daughter of Ethan Winters, the character you play in Resident Evil 7 and 8. Uh, and it's all about her coming to terms with her powers that she has, because spoilers for 8, she's not, human but not human she's made out of fucking mold people thing it's a whole mega my seat it's a whole thing right cool done there you go so in the the premise of the game is you you are seeking you are if you are treated as an outcast accordingly because everyone can sense there's just something wrong with you you're not all there and of course because you know you're that as uh rose knows she's weird she's keeping a distance sort of keeping um some separation between her and and the people around her, whether it be school, etc. 
So she's confronted by a gentleman by the name of Kay, who I believe worked alongside Umbrella, potentially, because uh, they talk about um, Chris Redfield, etc. And they're like, hey, we know how you can get rid of your powers. You can become normal. We have to go find this thing called the Cleansing Crystal. Okay. Sweet MacGuffin. Let's see what happens. So then you then you go to this lab and like, hey, there's a there's a little container of the Mega Mycete, the big fucking mold thing from Village N7, um, or Biohazard. And like, well, we talk to it because you're made of the same thing. See what happens. She talks to it, ah, fade to black. She suddenly, um, you're suddenly back. Suddenly, she's in re- in the in the village of Resident Evil Village and chaos ensues so the dlc i got done in about three hours and three minutes to be exact according to my final play screen <laughs> i just did it in about three hours and three minutes exactly <laughs> <you all. laughs> i said why do i say about because i can tell you exactly what i got it done. was approximately three minutes uh, uh three, three hours, hours three, three minutes, minutes and 52 seconds <laughs> oh no i sent you the screenshot what was it <laughs> did you send it to me i just sent it, it in, in the, the group big, chat in the- so look, I, I didn't expect a so long like, run with this. I was thinking maybe five hours, but was it? Wow, oh, shit! I was so close. What, it was three was minutes, it? three 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 minutes, three hours, three minutes and thirty nine seconds. Ooh, I was almost three 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 bastards. But yeah, so I was expecting like I was expecting more than three hours, but I wasn't expecting like more than five as an example. Did you did you find it? Because obviously you just said you, you were expecting a little bit more than three hours. Did you find? Did you not get stuck at any puzzles, or was that they are like all kind of fairly easy, simplistic things? There to was do? one puzzle that got me because the instructions I mean. were kind of vague, but everything else was pretty was pretty straightforward. So it was it was essentially a a watered down smaller resident evil experience in that what they did is they took two of the uh, if we if you remember back to resident evil village everyone story time with betson if you remember back to resident evil village that there were four area four primary areas within the game and then one final big area in this you experience two of the four and two the two pardon me the two best ones which is Castle Dimitrescu from the first from the first section, and the creepy dollhouse, and the creepy dollhouse. Oh, nice. So, uh, the first one is like I, I I won't go into major spoilers, but I'm going to give you an. I'll get to DLC. Fuck sake, right? Three hours. You remember? So <laughs> drop two days ago. Fucking full spoilers. Here yeah, we go. full spoilers. So the main <laughs> bad guy of the first of the of the lady of House Dimitrescu because look, hey Dimitrescu, fucking well dead, uh, is the shopkeeper. Funsies. He has a mask now. So that was pretty cool. That was a nice twist. So is that what makes him evil? <laughs> yeah, he has a mask. Yeah, the evil is what makes him evil. So the main but the main concept of that first the first one is hey, very similar to I think Resident Evil 2 and very similar to the original run of Village, is like, hey, here's a statue, it requires three things, go find those three things, bring them back, put them on the statue, yeah, Dunskies cool so there's a lot of a lot of that metroidvania backtracking etc but uh, because it is a more watered down shortened experience it felt incredibly linear okay but not in it like the, i i didn't feel those moments i went oh shit where do i gotta go so so i'll, I'll ask you because I, I haven't played it yet yep is it a watered down version of the castle as well because obviously you get to explore a lot of that during 
your village playthrough, is it that a lot of those areas are now blocked off because of the events that happen in the game, or is it just it kind of just picks and chooses which areas to let you most in of on. the castle is there. Just, and they kind of just lock doors just to most of the castle is there there were some areas that just weren't accessible um yep. obviously due to the actions of the previous game but additionally like because the mold thing is still relevant like it's a it's a different version of it so as a result there were some areas that were just you couldn't get to because of the mold so they did block yep. off some areas, but it kind of shoehorned you in a way that later on you could find a way to unlock it. So it was it was the th- it was the house, the castle, slightly restricted, but enough to go. Oh, I'm playing the house again. Like it it, it gave you enough of that wave back to go. Oh, I remember this, which is kind of perfect. Yeah. Is what a DLC should be. Seeing as we're playing the game near on a year and a half later, because it came out in what January February of 2021. Um. So it's, it's kind of, it was cool to do that. So then you go into the dollhouse. So the dollhouse was the creepiest fucking thing in the in village. It's the creepiest fucking thing here too. Um, it, you don't have that giant horrifying body horror that you have in the, in the main game. But this is Lame. more focusing on the dolls and mannequins and real creepy shit. And this sort of telling this, telling this story around, around Rose and how she mm-hmm. sort of sees the world. Um, so it was kind of nice in that the, each of the each of the the castle and the dollhouse and then the third area, which is kind of very similar to the end end area of the first game, um, kind of hits different story beats. It's not you're not just reliving it for the sake of reliving it. Like they actually do contextualize some of the story or some of the things that she's doing, which is kind yep. of cool. Um, and at its core, the game the, the DLC is very much a father daughter story. Because um, uh, spoilers once again. Um, the Ethan character sees a fate at the end of uh, Village, but he returns here in in some capacity. So they get to have this nice moment because she's sixteen. They've never met. They've actually never met. She's knows knows he's been around. They get to have these cool experiences, and it did get a little did a little teary eyed because you know I'm a sucker for, for parental stories. You know, shock horror. I've not I've talked about that before. So there was like some, oh, cool, I see where they're going and I can feel those emotional beats. And I really enjoyed the DLC. Like, don't get me wrong, like three three hours, three minutes and 39 seconds, a tight run, but I enjoyed it. I really did. Like I said, if if I had to then go sort of do, you know, the um, Heisenberg area again, or if I had to go do the um, Monroe no, what's what's the guy? Not that, that, that shitty fucking swamp fish. Yeah, area. I, I say the the island of Monroe because like Simpsons have has ripped my brain so hard um, that I can't remember what it's actually called. Because they, they rip it off in in Tree House of Horror, where it's the House of Monroe, it's House of uh, Ben. No, Benvenito was the um, thingos. But the idea uh, it, it's, it's just the reservoir and the stronghold. Yeah, no, but it's it's. it's it's the island of it's a reference to a story like the island the the doc, island of whatever it's like where the the uh, uh, gene splicing sort of um, premise that's what it's yeah. it's, that's its inspiration in the same way that yeah. re, the the lady Dimitrescu is um, representative of Doctor Moreau thank you not Monroe Doctor yeah. Moreau thank you because I remember the character's name was Moreau um, I got there in the end but yeah so if I had to do that again if I had to do the Heisenberg shit again I'd have been hard bummer but uh, look look this was this was really good. I do feel it came out a little bit late 
if this came at the start of this year or the back end of last year, I think as it kind of was originally intended, with especially with the reverse, uh, it would have been so it would hit so much harder, especially if it came at the start of this year. This feels like just just that too much distance, and like yep. the idea of a three hour experience taking a year and a half to develop. I don't. I can't. In that context, ooh, rough, very rough. But if this was like delayed because of that multiplayer mode, okay, I can work with that. Mm. It's 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 a, a it's a shame that that has impacted this DLC and it's good time of release. Yeah, but Resident Evil Four remakes right around the corner, and that's what I'm really that's what I'm really boned up for too. Very keen. That's March, I think. Um, it's a little bit later than the usual cycle that Resident Evil has been giving us the last couple of years. Very excited for that. But look, it's 30 bucks. You get third person mode in the main game. You get the three hour DLC. You get the mercenaries. If that's your thing, you get more RE verse. If that's your thing, there's enough here to justify your 30 bucks, like $10 an hour. That's less than minimum wage. It's pretty sweet. I can work with that. I enjoyed it. It's a good eight and a half out of ten, I'd say. Seeing as I thought the main game was fucking exceptional, and hence my game of the year last year. More of that? Hell yeah. More of the best parts of that? Hell yeah. Absolutely love it. Other than nice. that, uh, I played. A little, I think I played a little bit more Gotham Knights. Um, I played a little bit more Gotham Knights too. Um, yeah. I will. I will mention that I have now unlocked the Red Hood's traversal skill. Yeah, and it makes the game slightly better yeah i've unlocked the robin one doesn't make me better it um it still doesn't allow me to fucking jump across the the islands yeah because um basically i think uh duty put it brilliantly he has uh the jumping boot the magic jumping boots from dr strange Mm -hmm. but he can't go up in height he only goes down (laughs) so you just slowly fall to your death unlike (laughs) nightwing you can just fly up and keep going on forever but anyway, if, you, if you're curious about our thoughts of Gotham Knights, please go to your, the YouTube channel. Please go to the podcast. Check out the chat we did with Duty. Uh, Duty's a fellow content creator that we met drinking beers at the Play On event. Um, absolute legend of a person. Also, go check out their channel. Their channel is fantastic. If you like really good reviews that uh, mix, have a bunch of memes mixed in them, Duty's your man. Absolute Duty's your man. Other than that... Once God, once God Awards out and out of the way, I think I might go back to some PGA for some good fun. Because outside of that, there's not, there's not a whole lot for the rest of the year, I don't think, that has me excited. Like, apart from Callisto and Midnight Suns, that's about it. Final Fantasy, motherfucker. I reiterate my point. <laughs> Callisto, Midnight Suns. Nothing else is getting me excited. <laughs> All right, well, here's some here's some titles that may get you excited coming to PlayStation Plus Essential. In a section we call Inform the Players, we tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. You got a segue, Max. We've been doing Fuck these you. segues for 200 my, and something my, fucking my, episodes. They suck segues. then, they suck now, but we still got to do them. Well, as I alluded to, on the back end of the announcement of Wolong... Well, long final to uh, fallen dynasty. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what uh, we are getting. Neo two next, uh, uh, and next Neo week. remastered is part of the bundle mm. That's pretty sweet. Uh, and you spelled so it wrong, the, so it's no yeah, two. <laughs> yeah, no right. Uh, so that's a PS five, PS four title. We are getting heavenly bodies on PS five, PS four. I have no idea what that is. My nickname in high school. 
And we have the Lego and Harry Potter collection from Peaceful. That third one's fucking weird. But I guess apparently it's like it's it goes on sale for like four bucks. Yeah. It's just like a nothing game. Heavenly um, Bodies, I don't know, but Neo getting Neo two and the Neo yeah. remastered. Neo's but again, Neo Neo's also a really niche game because it's fucking hard and it's yeah. not for everyone. Yeah, it's very, so, you know, obviously it's very influenced by Soulsborne. Uh, I it took me so long to beat the first fucking boss in Neo one, like the pirate dude on the boat or whatever. Fuck that. But then yeah. once I got into the next era, I was like, double fuck that, which sucks because I really wanted to like Neo. I really did. Yeah. The only issue I have with Neo is that I just wish it was it was more open world like Souls and not level not um, self contained levels. Yeah, but essentially because you essentially you do missions in each level and then each level it just changes slightly each time yeah. as you do a different mission in there. I just wish it was just open. Yeah, but not quite like, like El- but, not, but not but quite I, like Elden Ring open, but like nah, the Souls. Nah, nah, nah. Fucking open it all up. Throw 30 million bosses at me at once. That game's game's the butt. Speaking of butts, Discord. So Jim Ryan totally promised that Discord was going to come in early 2022. And um, I don't mean to alarm him. It's not there. Uh, So according to sources (laughs) for me... Early 2023. (laughs) Yeah. Two, I'm 2022. (laughs) I'm at 2023. I'm sorry. I've been busy flying around Brussels and complaining about Call of Duty. According to sources familiar with the subject who spoke to Industry Insider, Tom Henderson of Insider Gaming, Discord integration will reportedly come March 2023, March 8th, to be in fact, to be accurate. I went from vague window to exactly this day. Henderson sources provided the clarification following an update to the Discord mobile app last week, which showed PS5 and PS4 functionality. Apparently, voice chat will only be available on PS5, <laughs> with PS4 user only being able to display the name of the game that they are playing. Disappointing. Uh, Discord could present the solution to cross-platform play's greatest issue, that of voice chat between competing systems. It is believed that the integration will arrive as part of a PS5's V7 V7 to version 7 uh, update. Uh, Obviously, these things can change as we have been expecting Discord integration to be added for some time. And of course, this is Ryan's BS. Yeah, all speculation. Mm. Speculation. That's the uh, New Zealand version. Speculation. Speculation. That's very sad. Look, as long as as long as it's not a, as long as it's not uh, the bullshit app workaround like Microsoft have, don't mind waiting. I guess. I mean, I've waited this long. What's another month? Couple of months. Uh, it's a shame that we haven't gotten it already, uh, considering how much money Sony's kind of thrown at Discord. True. But it is what it is. Look, better better late than never, right? Yeah. Look, as long as it comes eventually. Like you know what cool. you know what they say, an app that rush, an app that's rushed will never work, but an app that takes its time. <laughs> Look, it's bad enough we butcher that quote all the time, and then you double butcher it. Uh, Look, it's times. one of those things. Yeah, look, I understand it. Think, but things take a long time. But like, you just know, wait, just wait for Dylan to just jump in the chat now and yell at me for getting it wrong again, like <laughs> he did last time. But I do have to wonder. All right. Because everyone's like, why is it taking so long? I'm like, well, is, the, is this a working from home issue? Like, or is it just like they fucking know how to do it? And, or they spend so much time doing the, the Xbox shitty ass version of it that they then delayed it to here. I don't know. I doubt it's as simple as they just didn't get it done in time. Yeah. I'm, I'm naive, but I'm not that naive. Or am I? 
Oh, yeah. About some things, perhaps, but we'll see. Whoa. <laughs> hey, I resemble that remark. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, let's talk PSSVA and Naughty Dog. Sounds like a sex so, uh, it Well, could be. <laughs> uh, they're, they're making babies. It looks like... <laughs> It looks like Sony is building a new internal game development team in partnership with PlayStation Studios Visual Arts and Naughty Dog. PlayStation Studios Visual Arts is a company specializing in motion capture cinematics and animation. Together, they will collaborate on a, quote, high-visibility project, which remains unknown, although they apparently have, quote, a clear vision and a plan to release. This news comes to us via a job listing at PlayStation Global for the position of a senior producer. It is worth noting that the phrasing of the ad in particular is something that we have seen previously, although the specific reference to Naughty Dog is entirely new. The nature of the project itself does remain to be seen, but the last time PSS Visual Arts and Naughty Dog got together, we wound up with The Last of Us Part 1. Does this make? Does this mean we're getting The Last of Us Part 2 remake? No, we're getting Uncharted <laughs> 5, brother. Uncharted, Uncharted 5. That's, that's, that's all I'm thinking. Uh, I say that mostly because, yeah, once again, Last of Us Part 1 were working on it and then Naughty Dog came in and took over. I think this is the idea of, hey, you guys set the groundwork. Uncharted 5 could be a thing. Um, we know that Sony San Diego... Pardon me, I almost said Santa Monica, but that's... that's um, that's, that's God of War. Sony San Diego, best known for the MLB The Show. Uh, the rumor mill for the longest time is that they've had this little side studio going on, side team, that's been working on an Uncharted sequel. And we, and we can only imagine in the same way that Naughty Dog have been overseeing The Last of Us Part 1, so much so that they came in and got involved, it would make sense for, for them to... Um, uh, kiss and make babies? Yeah, kiss and, kiss and make babies and, and get involved. So... That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe they'll talk to that team. Naughty Dog comes in and goes, hey, we're here to party and we're bringing our fucking boy our new boyfriend and PS Visual Arts is like, hey. And then they just have this fucking suck fest and they make a really good Uncharted 5. Fair enough. Or they up, up res um, part two. They remaster <laughs> it to bring the PS5. Look, that one's probably more likely. I just want Uncharted 5. All right. And I know your wife wants an Uncharted 5. <laughs> yeah, my wife would be happy with an Uncharted 5. Yeah. But I want that. That's what I want. So she what, loves, what, what do you, you... You mentioned Last of Us Part 2 Remake, Part 1 Romance or whatever. What do you think it actually is? I, th I think an Uncharted game is probably more likely. I think on the back end of how much outrage they got over last of us part one version three they may they may think a last of us part two version two is a little bit too soon yeah, yeah. I, I hope i think so i think so oh uh, yeah we'll see what happens mgb in the chat goes or they could bring uncharted one to three to pc they could but that would be handled by nixus that wouldn't be handled by uh visual arts so visual arts they're mm. more on that production side where where nixus their literal entire role within this within PlayStation's first party studios is to port things to pc that's what they're there to do and there's there's been a very conscious decision as to why they haven't moved uncharted collect the nathan drake collection to pc is because they're ps3 games and they look like trash so even, even if you bring them to PC, they look like old games. 
where Uncharted 4 looks amazing. The Lost Legacy looks amazing. So bringing them to PC right now, it only makes them look better. Where as much as the Uncharted 1, to th 1, 2, and 3 would really benefit from going to PC to help flesh out the story for those that play on their personal computers, um, it's very, very unlikely that will ever come to PC. Or if it does, it certainly won't be uh, in a big announcement. It might just drop one day. They'll go, hey, it's coming to PC. Think about it. You know the distance. That's what they'll do. But you know what? You know, you know what? Speaking of games that went put in the distance and I wish they'd come back, the Getaway. Did you ever play the Getaway on PS, no. PS2? Get the fuck out of here. I really? never I never owned a PS2. Get the fuck out of here, Max. Why are you on this show? I had a PS1. Uh, and a PS3. Yeah, nice backpedal. Wait, PS2, PS2, PS2 was my Xbox generation. <laughs> yeah, but PS2 is like the greatest selling console of all time. And you, look, look, look. And you look, were the only one okay, who didn't look, have one, apparently? Look, this, is, this is what happened, okay? When I was a young kid, I got a Sega. When the PlayStation 2 was released, my parents bought me a PS1. And then I bought an Xbox because it had a DVD. <laughs> That's what happened. And then I bought a Wii. <laughs> you made some exceptionally bad choices in your consoles back in the day, Max. No, the Sega was great. The bad choice with the Sega was selling it with 30 games for 50 bucks. Oh, that was the mistake. That, that was a horrible choice. <laughs> that was the mistake. Look, the getaway... Really great game, sort of uh, based in 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 London, uh, sort of a very GTA inspired, but a, sort of very um, Guy Ritchie influenced. If you're into those sort of you know British gangster movies, like the Tom Hardy one that I've been wanting, like I keep seeing clips of, and I kind of want to watch it where he plays like twin brothers. I, I gotta see that. <laughs> that's that's brilliant. Is it really good? Yeah. All right, because like all I'm all I with Tom Hardy, either he's making a movie and he's talking weird, or he's making another movie and talking weird. Like he and now he's playing two people that talk weird in the same movie. So kind of ticks all the boxes. But speaking of London, PlayStation London studio, the, the, the developer behind the Getaway, as, as I mentioned, as well as the PSVR Blood and Truth, which was awesome, has announced making an online co-op game set in a fantasy-based version of London, England. So, yeah, uh, the the um the screenshot that they provided. I'll quickly jump in because I don't know if you've seen the screenshot. It's like this neo futuristic London, and I'm pretty sure there's a fucking dragon up on one of the on one of the um. Man, that sounds like some Doctor it, Who shit. It looks rad. All right, please send me that message, and, and then I'll I'll, uh, I'll try to explain it to the peoples. In a change of direction for the developer, the game won't utilize any peripherals or gimmicks. This is an out-and-out out, out out PS5 game built on the team's Soho engine. So a couple of things that we need to be noted there. PlayStation London, very known for their gimmick bullshit. They did, like, iToy and SingStar. Image, image sent. And Look a bunch that. of other things that sort of, you know, bolster, like, whatever side peripheral bullshit that but, they needed to Facebook do. wants to send it. Facebook's not sending it. Max. Yeah, give it Max. a minute. Give it a minute. Max. Give it a minute. There it is. There, there it is. All right, let me have a look. All right, now Facebook's... Oh, oh, shit. Hang on. Okay. Like... All right, so it's so I'm going to try to explain this as I go. So we've got a character doing a, uh, a very crouching tiger hidden dragon pose with sneakers, horns, a yellow shirt, and black pants with purple bow ties on them. 
It's uh, clearly a, like a demonic figure because she's got like demon yeah, horns, there's a little, tail. There's little goblins and stuff running at her. There's a, what looks to be a bridge. There's Big Ben in the background and a big dragon about to chomp on a friend. So it's all very uh, uh, stylistic in terms of it's not it's not realistic. It's it's cartoonish. Um, okay, cool. Pretty sweet. Lots, yeah, lots, lots of bleen. There's a lot of bleen in this picture, and that makes me sad because bleen is a shit color. Um, but yeah, so we should mention the team's put on the new Soho engine. A new this Soho engine is new. Speaking to GamesIndustry.biz, co-studio head Stuart White revealed the team wanted to explore new avenues and tackle other challenges. "Quote: We definitely wanted to try something a little bit different, and I think this new project really channels our brave value and always allows us to push ourselves on the curious front too. It's an exciting future, it really is." While the project is a more traditional PS5 title, PS London Studio will still try to innovate. Quote, if you look at our heritage and titles we've done, there are a lot of firsts in there, and that will continue. End quote. Tony is planning to put out 10 live service games between now and 2026, and London Studio's co-op undertaking being one of them. By 2025, Sony estimates that more than half of its overall investment in the PlayStation will be by way of live service experiences. And holy actual fuck, does this look like a live service game? Like looking mm. at that picture, it's got Fortnite, Fortnite energy like crazy. Like it's got you know characters that you can clearly customize the shit out of. It's that si- slightly artistic, um, softened realism. It's not. It's not going to be for me, but like it, the concept looks cool. But looks what's interesting? Rad. It looks. It looks. Looks like my name's written all over that picture. It does look like a Max Cooper game. That's very true. But what's interesting is that you mentioned the new Soho engine. So Soho, for context, is an old studio, an old first-party studio. Um, so that it has a lot of lineage in that name as well. Um, and a lot of the people that left when Soho shut down, they went, they went off and did uh, joint Psygnosis. So what's great about this is it's a second proprietary engine within the PlayStation first party. So right now we have uh, the Decima engine, which we talk about a lot. And everyone sort of, and everyone wants to talk like they know about something about engines. They go, oh, you know, Death Stranding is Decima engine. So De- the, the Decima engine is the one that, for those that don't know, was the one that was made uh, in-house by uh, 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 by Guerrilla Games for the use of, uh, I believe, Killzone, but most certainly Horizon for Horizon Zero Dawn and then to Midwest. Uh, and it was what uh, Hideo Kojima and Kojima Productions used for death stranding now understandably there are a couple other studios that are using it in games moving forward probably a lot out of this so my presumption on what the soho engine would be is that in in that the decima engine is really good at open world third person adventure games this engine is going to be built for live services because those that engine will require a very specific structure it's very specific back end hot um, and we'll also have to encounter things that probably we'll see out of Jade Raymond's studio. Um, yeah. Haven. So something out of, out of Haven. So I'm expecting a lot of Haven involvement, a lot of Bungie involvement in this engine. And what, so in a world, in a world, in a world where everyone is going, stepping away from, um, from proprietary engines an example being uh the witcher so they've been using their engine for the while for a lot for the longest time but they're about to remake uh remake the original witcher using unreal engine 5 uh mgb was used on shadowfall i'm pretty sure it was used on shadowfall um 
so very few people use proprietary engines anymore it's either unity it's unreal engine um there's, there's still a couple out there there's like crytek their engine the cry the cry engine but the problem is that that has really shit um transferable like cross generation we know there's all the games that have problems in psvr of crytek games or cry engine games i should say uh then there's the likes of unity but unity is used primarily by small independent developers because of its ease of use and ease of access and um, for most people that, that think about engines when it comes to unity you think asset flips so having an, a proprietary engine uh oh also another one is the frostbite engine over at ea using that as an example so frostbite had a problem in that it was an engine built for first person shooters and then they tried to adapt it and s expand it to fit uh other genres what well, there was a game that used it recently <laughs> which was it didn't they put fifa in the frostbite engine no it wasn't it wasn't fifa it was something else and it just fucking sucked because of it so part this is why i'm thinking they're doing a secondary engine with a more purpose-built idea in that that we're going to have this one for our, for our third person action adventures which is playstation's fucking uh, uh, uh bread and butter right now well let's have this this engine over here used for what we hope as they said estimates more than half its overall investment will be live service then part of that will be a mass investment in this engine well here over the last two years the games coming out from frostbite were like nhl fifa madden battlefield need for speed star wars squadrons interesting okay anthem which got shit on yeah. anthem did get shit on <laughs> quite a lot yeah basically everything's been on frostbite yeah it's bizarre well there you go so that's my theory and um, which, which is pretty exciting and that the, the playstation are wanting to invest so heavily uh into that it's also dangerous but if they're willing to like, all right, we're not going to, they're not going to pivot the entire company into this live service mm. model. If they're happy just to like do some over here and some over there. Sure. That's fine by me. That's how I would see it, I guess. Do you have any thoughts? No, I think, you, I think you hit it pretty much on the head. Yeah. I'm interested to see what, it, what, what this is. Um, I think it's a, it's a good move to have live service games. Do they just need to be aware that, you know, those do take up a lot of people's time. And if they're not good, they just do not do well. Yep. So, simple as that. All right, let's talk some God of War. With just under two weeks to go until launch, God of War Ragnarok has has been leaked. Yeah, it totally has. So, a reviewer has spoiled some sections of the game earlier this month. Not and us. Thanks to, not us. And thanks to a retailer breaking streak date, the game is now out in the wild. Yeah. Uh, Corey Barlog took to Twitter to voice his disappointment in the title leaking so early and references, uh, uh, I'll, I'll bring it up now. Basically, he's like, I can see the benefit to having only a launcher on a disc version of a game. This would never have happened <laughs> if uh, this just unlocked a download for people. Yeah. Spoilers for the next story. So be super wary. Spoilers are out there. Uh, and... The game obviously releases 9th of November, so yep. be wary because the internet is dark and full of spoilers and people that will 100% spoiler for and you. Ar and arseholes. Yeah. <sighs> Look. But that's a different side of the internet. You ain't going to hear them from us. We ain't going to be your spoiler givers. 
at least not at least not consciously but yeah as 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 max mentioned someone had their um <laughs> their playstation automa- built to automatically uh publish uh screenshots to their twitter yep. handle so that was fun uh, a lot of spoilers came out of that now as i've been taking screenshots like a motherfucker as i mentioned in that preview last week <laughs> and i cannot wait to share them i cannot wait our photo mode is coming but after launch yeah which is like un- unhelpful for me privileged person who's getting to play it pre-release i want i want photo mode now um yeah so look i'm cool just watch out everyone like yeah I, if, if, be careful i, I kind of want to just throw some misleading ones out there just to fuck with people but <laughs> like i did yesterday yeah if we, if we just throw out like fake uh, fake uh, spoilers it'll throw out the real ones and that's what i'd like to see because yeah, like, we will not be doing that either no no we're just gonna stay radio silent because i can't like yeah i cannot wait to share cool, uh, god war ragnarok with people but i can't wait for you to finish so i can actually talk to someone about it shut up <laughs> i spent three hours playing resident Evil. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll right. max, max was hinting at it before call of yep. duty modern warfare Fuck. 2 if you thought about buying a physical edition of Call of Duty this year to avoid some big downloads, you'll be disappointed. The disc that you buy has 72.23 megabytes. That's right. Megabytes. It's less than a thumbstick. Less than an old, a very old thumbstick. 10 floppies. It's less than my old MP3 MP3 player that I had in my year 11 high school. So 2006. There is less data on this disc than my MP3 player from 2006. And, you know, on there was like Linkin Park, Jay-Z, you know, Numb Encore, fucking Slipknot, Static X. And that was more. And the launcher for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Because <laughs> look, spoilers, you're going to have to download the entire fucking game anyway. So there is one download for multiplayer and three separate downloads for the campaign. Oh, and then another one for the co-op modes. Yeah, so I, I put the disc in and it did a 46 gig update. Yep. And then I had to download a 30 gig patch for multiplayer and then three 16 gig patches for the campaign and then one four gig patch for the co-op mode uh the storage it takes up on my console is about 150 gig and i got 72 meg on my desk so for anyone who was like i don't need the internet i'm just gonna play cod for the campaign you're shit out of luck my friend because you cannot play the campaign off the disc correct mundo so look this so essentially the disc is a launcher as max said it's essentially the privacy check to ensure that you yeah you own a copy of it that's it absolute yep. waste the 70 dollar drm check drm that's the word i wanted thank you for life i couldn't think of what the word was but yeah, that's essentially all it is. Uh, no, in the checkers, I thought all discs now were just the CD key. Most of them are, but not like this. Yeah. Like they're still, like they still transfer a lot of, they still essentially transfer off the disc onto the console and the disc itself is used as a CD key. Well, as as Carly Barlog put in his Twitter, he's like, if this Carly. was the case with God of War, uh, Corey. 
Corey, sorry, not Carly. My it's apologies. His, it's his sister. His, <laughs> his sister, sister comes out and puts like, what takes like, on about fucking Call of Duty. Like, like Corey Barlog put on his Twitter, if, if that was the case with God of War, there wouldn't be spoilers out at the moment yeah. due to street date being broken. Cool. All right, so it sucks for everyone Let's, playing Call of Duty, which could, yeah. could also be me. Patreon.com slash popculturist. <laughs> Let's quick bitty it up. Uh, Square Enix has finally realized... Week, everyone, just saying. <laughs> Square Enix has finally realized that the, Jap- that the Japanese market is no longer big enough to recoup the cost of their development investments and need to focus more on the global market. You fucking think? You just sold half your, your Western studios, you morons. <laughs> what? Max... Okay, look, for those paying, the men may have missed it. Square Enix uh, sold off like all of their Western studios like six months ago. Crystal Dynamics, uh, which Montreal, is, Mon- and- yeah, Square Enix. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh it turns uh, out that you know making super niche games isn't going to be, be the best. Yeah, Square Enix, you do make really good games. Like I, I objectively, most of them are pretty good. Some are shit. But like you can't, the frequency at which you would need to release a Kingdom Hearts or a Call of, or, or a uh, Final Fantasy is not enough to keep your your studio af- afloat. You fuckheads. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla has reached twenty million players. Why? Well, people love that Viking. Uh, Kojima says that the next project will transcend video games. Quote almost like a new medium. Which is, I'm pretty sure, what he said two years ago or three years ago when he released Death Stranding. Well, what, yeah, is this a Strand game or is this something else now? I don't know. The Callisto Protocol has cancelled its Japanese release after refusing to censor the violence. Okay, look, this is a complete side side conversation, by the way, right? Japan, Japan's fucking weird. Like, they have um, anime that's so violent. Yet they have like all their private parts blurred out in their Japanese pornos. And like, <laughs> it's the most progressive and regressive culture ever. I don't know how they do it. It's genuinely impressive and depressing at the same time. So, like, I want to know how fucking impressive. violent, how impressive or depressive is this violence that we're seeing. It's it's got to it can't be that bad because Australia's letting it. Come very through. true. Australia <laughs> hasn't candid, so like you know, Australia has very clear guidelines on what would fail classification, um, and that's all the shit that Japan lets in. So this is really weird. Uh, Glenn Schofield ha- is already thinking about a sequel to Callisto Protocol. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dragon Age Dreadwolf is now playable from start to finish. I don't believe it. Sure, it is. Uh, Deadpool, Venom, everybody's favorite Morbius and Storm <laughs> are all part of Midnight Sun Season Pass. Oh man, I got to email 2K. I, I've been I've been thinking about it all week, and I just keep forgetting. I want to play the living fuck out of Midnight Suns. Me, me too. Any any chance we can get? <laughs> Dos. Uh Star Wars Jedi Survivor is reportedly still on track for March 2023. Oh yeah. Wait, I think that was Man on Frost. No, that made me Man on Frostbite. I think that was the part that was impressive. Uh, Rocksteady co-founders have pieced out and Suicide Squad is near completion. Yeah, so co-founders and studio heads. So uh, they're seeing through the end of the year and then they're they're heading on out. So with Suicide Squad probably right around the corner, I guess like they weren't creative leads on Suicide Squad. They were heads of the studio itself. Mm. So they would have seen in more of an overseer capacity, not have such hands-on or, you know, wrist-deep involvement. So having them step away 
isn't as detrimental to this project as as you think it might be. However, having your your creators and leads bounce same time that is a concerning fact. Now, part of me wonders, oh, is this going to be part of? Is this due to that Warner? just you know uh, uh wb Warner discovery Warner discovery purchase like is that part of it because the, the frequency they're willing just can shit okay you know and i was listening to another podcast today i'm not talking about how like x amount of years ago you know the rocksteady made arkham asylum they were working on city and then they got purchased by wb and they've essentially made nothing but batman games since so is this them going hey we built the studio we made a stuck we made a bunch of money and it looks like according you know because right now they they would in theory be heading into discussions around what the next title would be from rocksteady so right now they're working on suicide squad kill the justice league they go, well what's next after this and they're like more batman and they'll be like we're fucking done we want to do something mm. else so we're going to bounce and go somewhere else we can start a brand new company and build it from the ground and also not have to make a batman game that's how i see it anyway yeah um and as you alluded to earlier the witcher remake has been announced uh being made in unreal engine 5 yeah get wet mm. have you did you play the original witcher uh no because i i didn't jump onto witcher until witcher 3 i've tried to go back and play the first two but they did not age well no no they did not so in terms of games that legitimately deserve a remake that's probably one of them uh but look that remake's a little while away, as is Suicide Squad Killer Justice League. But here are some games that are coming out this week. On the 1st of November, you get Missile Command Recharged on PS5 and PS4. On the 2nd of November, <gasps> you get Doramon Story of Seasons, Friends of the Great Kingdom, PS5, PS4. So if you love farming games or whatever the fuck Doramon is, brilliant. I own the first Doramon Story of Seasons. I haven't played it. I bought it because it said Story of Seasons. Uh, hats up. PS5, PS4, Shatter, Remaster Deluxe, PS5, PS4. On the 3rd of November, you get Die by the Blade, PS5, PS4, Ghost Song, both consoles, The Chant, PS5, The Entropy Center, PS5, PS4. Now, I put I did put a review request in for The Entropy Center because apparently it's like, if you loved fucking Portal, you love this one. I loved Portal. I want to play that. Uh, WRC Generations, PS5, PS4. The 4th of November, you get Bratz, flaunt your fashion now as someone that played a lot of the mary kate and actually uh, olsen games on ps1 for no fucking reason because my sister had them i'd play this that's it (laughs) so the major standout there is clearly brats flaunt your fashion um i know entropy center's got my attention uh and what was the other thing i I closed the list down there was something else that caught my my mind Bold, bold rally championship no, WRC? No, WRC is right. No, it wasn't on there. Sister yeah. had them. Well, my, did. my youngest sister, Ellie, she had them because I had the PS1 and she wanted to play. So they got her Mary Kate and Ashley. And I think I spent more time playing them than she did. I'll admit that. This game's fucking stupid fun. There's a bunch of dumb mini games. It was, it was awesome. Whatever floats you, mate. No, yeah, it wasn't. The Olsen twins weren't, weren't you know. They didn't. Float, they, they weren't really float my boat. A, I was too probably too young to know to then. And once to I have, did, to have a floating boat. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was probably too young to have a floating boat. And by the time I had a floating boat, they both looked like heroin addicts. I was like, that's really not my thing. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they did look like shit for a hot window there. I haven't seen what they're doing now, but for I'm a, sure for a hot window. They just look like <laughs> <absolutely>. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. Look, they had fucking crack chic going on. It was tough. <laughs> crack chic. Look, I wish I had like that crack body. You know what I'm saying? Like, th- you know. <laughs> All right, before I dig myself into a further hole, Max, get the fuck out of here. Oh jeez, uh, Scarlet Witch never... is not one of the the Olsen, the Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. She that is Elizabeth Olsen. That is the third one. She went off and did well, and she does not look like she's full of crack. She looks hot as shit all the time. I have such a soft spot for Elizabeth Olsen, especially in that like corset sure, jacket. Sure it's not a hard spot. Oh, it's a hard spot. It is an absolute. It's, it's a raging hard spot. Like the, her whole gimmick in Age of Ultron, amazing. Oh. Oh, yeah, please end the show now. I'm trying to, but I just sent you a picture that popped up on my screen. Oh, and my I can't God. What have you sent me? It's a it's a, it's a door knocker that is a set of ball bags. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. They're $8. They're $8. $8? <laughs> I'd pay that. All right, everyone. <clears throat> oh, Enough wait. Of this I, can, I can get either as a, as a full dude or I can get fucking Mr. Tumnus. And get Mr. Tum like old Tumnus's ball sack. That is from Scary oh, Movie. Jesus Christ. Okay, anyway, moving on. This PlayStation I conversation. Did, I thought it was just a read I didn't think there was a third. No, they didn't remaster the like, fucking the Olsen twins. There was another one. It's like the third Hemsworth who's not as attractive as Liam or Chris. <laughs> It's just the third Hemsworth looks like the other parent. Yeah, he looks like the the genes, the the, reg- the recessive genes that the other Hemsworth didn't have. They got the dominant ones and this and he got all the shitty ones. Shout out to whatever the third Hemsworth name is. That's how fucking memorable he is. <laughs> Alright, everyone. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be happening next week due to this week's episode, but in case it does, come and check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find all our hot takes over there. <laughs> those links will be in the description below. <laughs> uh, look, the show's going to happen. We'll just have an extra one because of God War. Uh, it depends. It, it, I don't get fucking cancelled in then because I just made fun of the Olsen twins. Do they, do they have a big stance on, on social media? Look, yeah, please, please do not forget. God of War review coming. Put your questions. Hit us up. Yes, you fucks. I'm, I probably shouldn't call our listeners fucks. Eh? It's, that's not going to help them. Look, that Stein of Beers just landed. It's sitting very comfortably. <clears throat> if you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash subculturist where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this position pod. If you are listening on podcast service, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you watch us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment, even the ones that are fucking mean. Like some guy commented, this video looks like shithouse. I'm like, oh, yeah, you managed to, thanks, man. You managed to watch the video and leave a comment. You're a real legend, you fucking cunt. <laughs> I didn't say that last part, though. I kind of wanted to. It'll be Geralt's new catchphrase when yeah. Liam Hemsworth <laughs> takes it. Yeah, well, when Liam Hemsworth comes in, they get that, like, you know, it was fuck. But in the new one, now that now Liam Hemsworth is Australian, he's bringing, in the, he's bringing the C-bomb. So, no! So, without spoilers, which Olsen is in, is in God of War Ragnarok? <laughs> Oh, hang on. I'm going to think of a funny bit for that. Hang on, I'll come back to that. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com uh, slash popculturist. 
<laughs> you can head over to our sh- uh, head over to a pa- uh, 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 shop a page uh, what but also comes to shop where you can buy shirts other sort of shit with our logos on it and I'm pretty sure they may, she may they may have a guest spot as one of those draugers that you have to fucking undead skeleton people that you punch on no they they play the same character like in Full House <laughs> <laughs> they just hot swap them when they're not <laughs> when one of them doesn't want to work <laughs> And you snuck a full house reference in there too. What a ledge. Well done. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players. And the Olsen twins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>